0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare Short-Term Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash, am I the Bud? Oh) <laughs> If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too as it all massively helps out our channel and let's jump straight in to the good stuff. Much love guys. Now our first story comes from Significant Journal. Am I the asshole for saying no to my dad coming to my therapy session? My dad put me in therapy two years ago for the first time. He's married after my mum's death and there's now a blended family involved. I wasn't as invested as everyone else and I really didn't go out of my way to build a relationship with everyone. He was concerned and decided I needed therapy. I've seen seven therapists. The first two were kinda weird, very religious and all questions were religion based. The third left to practice after my second session with him. The fourth, I just didn't vibe with at all. The fifth was too expensive and the sixth I really didn't like. My current therapist has been really awesome and I feel like I vibe pretty well with her. She's understanding and doesn't shame me for the stuff I say. I've been going to her for almost five months now and she had me start a journal where I can get more thoughts and feelings out. I keep that from everyone at the house because I don't want anybody reading it. My stepbrother, 13, tried to find it and I told him he would never find it and he had no right to read it, which led to a fight between us. Then my dad started asking questions and I couldn't answer them. He now wants to come to therapy with me and I said I didn't want him there. He told me he needs to come and we need to talk about why I'm so distant and uninvolved in the family. The truth is, I wish they weren't part of my family. It's not even about them. It's just they're not my mum or my babysitter. My mum was pregnant when she died. My sister would have been my first sibling and I was so excited but my step and half siblings are just not the same to me. And I keep wishing I could give them up to have my mum and sister back. My dad doesn't know any of this and he wouldn't be happy if he did. He comes from a blended family and believes family is more than blood and a blended family isn't less than and should be seen as just as good. For me, I can't say it feels that way though. For me, I don't know that I will ever think of them as family, I will ever think of them as the family I want even if there's nothing wrong with any of them. My dad told me uh, if I don't let him come to therapy, he can never figure out what I need and things can never get better. But I've heard him react to people treating blended family different. I know he will be even more pissed by my feelings than he is by my silence. Am I the arsehole? Now, I will start off by saying the initial question, you're absolutely not the asshole if you don't want your dad to go to a therapy session. That's what therapy sessions, they're meant to be a private space where you can share your feelings. I haven't been to one myself, so I can't say too much about it, but that's what I've read. That's what I've heard about. And I think if you want that private space to talk to someone, you should have it. You deserve it and your feelings are valid to be feeling the way you're feeling it sounds like you've gone through a hell of a lot at the moment there's a lot going on in this one story to do with your mother's passing and then your your sister you was looking forward to meeting your dad remarrying and then you're involved in a blended family as well and with a lot of stories i think it's like i feel like there's a lot of grief still going on at the moment and you need to deal with that in your way And your dad isn't gonna solve this by trying to force his way into therapy. He's just gonna make things worse and put like a barrier between you two, which is the worst thing that could happen in this situation, I think. And maybe they should have like a a separate family therapy session where they can talk about their feelings towards each other and stuff like that. That's just throwing something out there there. But anyway, we'll check out some of the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Shining Sparks who says, not the arsehole. Therapy sessions should be a private unless you actively want your dad there you've been seeing this therapist for less than six months even if you've been going to different therapists for two years you need time to build up this relationship processing things through therapy can take some time and you deserve to take that time your dad is pushing for something you are not ready for you saying no is a very good thing you're allowed to have boundaries and this is a very good one keeping a journal is a great thing and i would get one with a lock just in case an ambitious says your therapy should be private, but maybe have your therapy explained to him why it wouldn't be good for you to have him there. Not the asshole. Ronan says, no one's an asshole here. Here's the deal. Your therapist has your best interests in mind. She will support your decision. It may not be a bad idea to once in a while have a session with other members of the family to have some honest, safe discussion. The issue I see is, is that your dad thinks you're the problem. What many parents need to realize is that almost every family problem is because of the family. Maybe your therapist can help him realize this. It's almost never just a kid being a hermit that is the problem. He will take that well or not. You can plan a future based on how well he listens to you and the therapist in your first session with him, and maybe others. If your dad is at all into reading, have him read The Road Less Travelled is a very good explanation of therapy process and has some very specific parts about kids and parents in therapy. I haven't heard of that book. May have to look into that one myself. Unconscious Bison says, I did this once, made me wait, then spoke to my therapist of how I feel and what I don't want them to know. Next session, they got like 20 minutes of my time and session continued as is. They learned how to ask me stuff about therapy without it being intrusive and got some peace of mind. Parents worry and sometimes it takes another adult to say we're okay for them to believe. Edit, not the asshole, and typo made them wait. Best of luck in your progress. And one more from consistent leopard who says, not the asshole, your father doesn't want to figure out what you need. He wants to figure out what you need to become invested in your blended family, which is not the same thing. Your feelings are valid and you can't force yourself to feel something that you don't and that is not the point of therapy. Maybe that will change with time and therapy, but maybe it won't and that's okay too. Your father needs to understand that his new wife, stepkids and your new half siblings are his choice and not yours. Therapy is a safe space for you to express, explore and process your feelings without judgment. It would be difficult to do that with your father present as his goal is to get you on board with a blended family. You need to do what you feel is best for you. Good luck. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Do you think the father is wrong to try and push himself into opie's therapy? Or do you think they're right to try and, you know, potentially solve a situation that's going on? Is there a better way to be dealing with it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Solid Schnows. I the arsehole for pointing out my aunt has a favorite kid at a family dinner. My aunt, Mara, 45 female, has two kids, Reese, 13 female and Lara, nine female. Mara has always clearly preferred Lara. Reese always knew it too. My aunt always makes sure Lara can do the extracurriculars she wants to do. She lets her drop out at any time, even if she's paid in advance. She gives her the birthday she wants every year and in general, she's more affectionate and interested in what Lara is up to. With Reese, she pushed her into dance when she was five and made her do dance for four years. Reese never liked dance and never seemed to fit in mara hated it she would ask her why she couldn't put more effort in etc that she'd always wanted a daughter who did dance i18female was around there a lot because aunt mara babysat me for my parents while they worked and then i just had to wait at her house until my parents got home so we could save on electric bills and stuff i once asked aunt mara why reese couldn't do something she wanted to do and she told me they didn't have money for it Reese never got to do another one, but Lara has several. Soccer, dance, art, and swim right now. But she's also done basketball, photography, gymnastics, which really upset Reese because she's always wanted to do gymnastics, guitar, piano, drums, and singing. Aunt Mara also discards Reese's plans and has made her cancel to look after her sister, but also made Reese skip her plans when Lara has them and they conflict. In the last year and a half, Reese has just decided to say, fuck everyone. She's definitely weighed down by it all. We talk about it because she said, I'm the only one who acknowledges it, but I have definitely noticed. We were all gathered for a family dinner Sunday. It was my grandparents' birthday this week. So the family decided to celebrate Sunday and Reese was in a really bad mood. Aunt Mara told her she was bringing down the mood and Reese got up and left the table. Aunt Mara said she didn't know what was up with her, but she's always acting like the whole world is out to get her. I mentioned that maybe if she didn't show such blatant favoritism, Reese would be happier. My aunt and parents were pissed I would bring it up. My grandparents asked what I meant. Aunt Mara said, I didn't know what I was talking about and Reese is such a drama queen. I told my grandparents what I meant and they were shocked. Aunt Mara said, Reese never wanted to do anything. Grandma remembered how often Reese would ask to do gymnastics my parents told me it wasn't the correct time or place to bring it up and i embarrassed aunt mara am i the asshole? in some of these situations i always like to come into it and think there's always a better way to be dealing with it there's always a better time to be dealing with it like not out in the open in front of everyone but i think in this situation It is the best time to be doing it. I think Aunt Mara knows what she was doing. The fact that she's embarrassed about it in the first place says she knows rather than being concerned about what Reese is going through, she's more angry at OP that she brought it up at the dinner table and I think now everyone can see what she's doing she has to act on it well she may not but I think there's more of a chance she will act on it now that the grandparents know your parents know and every, the whole family knows now so if her behavior basically needs to change or, or hopefully someone else will talk as well an adult you know the grandparents by the sounds of it so this one's a definite not the asshole for me and well done for sticking up for Reese Breathing Nitrogen says your aunt disgusts me you're not the arsehole and my heart goes out to Reese Special Koala says, not the arsehole. If she was embarrassed, she probably does it knowingly. Knows it is looked down upon, but still doesn't change a thing. Good for you for standing up for your cousin. Princess Nokia says, not the arsehole. As someone who was the least favorite child, I respect you for speaking up on it and acknowledging it. I'm sure she's used to being told she's sensitive or making things up when she tries to bring it up. So she probably feels validated knowing she isn't crazy. Dimmi Roche says, not the arsehole. Not you embarrassed your aunt, she did. There is a very simple solution: just don't play favorites. This is obvious. Having a 50/50 split in opportunities, regardless of interests, activities, etc., might be hard to come by, and therefore sometimes one child just has it better than the other. But this shouldn't be more than a 45/55 split, and not a 1 to 99 split like you describe it. And the one for Reese is actually generous, according to your words here. And one more from First Pomegranate who says, I'm not the arsehole. Someone needs to stand up for Reese. Good on you. And I hope she gets extra support now, even if it's just by the grandparents. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Do you think Aunt Mara will act after she's been called out in front of the family? Or do you think she will just continue down this path of playing favorites? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from No Assistance 1828 Am I the asshole for getting upset when my girlfriend nearly started a kitchen fire? I am 30 male, homeowner. Had been with my girlfriend 25 female for about eight months when we decided to try living together. So we've been living together for two months when this happened. We both work full time and she's also in grad school. She is extremely scatterbrained, absent-minded and messy. She was cooking her soup on the stove and apparently went into the other room to do homework. And at some point she fell asleep on the sofa. So when I got home, I walked into the kitchen, and most of the water had boiled off the soup and it had started smoking. I will describe both my reaction and her reaction as accurately as I possibly remember. Whether it makes me look like an asshole or not, because I want to get an honest answer on whether or not I was an asshole. I was infuriated because we live in an area that has forest fires. I almost lost the house I grew up in because of a forest fire, and it could potentially cause devastation. So when I saw what was going on, I started yelling i yelled at her until she woke up i said what the fuck do you think you're doing she said she didn't mean to fall asleep and i said you almost burnt my house down and you think i didn't mean to is an okay excuse she said she was sorry and i said that didn't cut it i said from now on if she wants to use my kitchen she's not allowed to leave the room while there is a flame going on the stove she said she did not like being talked to like a child and i replied act like a child get treated like one this was the last thing I said, and I saw an instant change come over her. She left the room and went to go clean up in the kitchen. After a few minutes, I felt sorry, and went to help her clean up, and said it was fine she’d take care of it. I went into the bedroom to get changed and after a few minutes, I saw a car pulling out and her leaving. I was glad she left because I was still pretty angry, so it would give us some time, where we didn’t have to look at each other. Night came, and I didn’t hear from her, and I texted and then called to see if she was okay. No reply. I then started calling some of her friends and family members and then I got a call from her stating she was okay and asked me not to contact her family members. I went to sleep, got up, went to work, came home. When I came home from work, all of her things were gone. I tried to call her and I was blocked on every form of communication. I haven't heard from her since then and it was several weeks ago. What I'm wondering is, was I really such an asshole to justify that kind of brutal reaction? i think anyone who has had their house almost burned down would be upset and we're gonna start with the linguistal rooster on this one who says you're the it sounds to me like your girlfriend didn't appreciate being talked down to insulted and screamed at for making a mistake that nearly all of us have at some point yes it could have been disastrous but it wasn't your house didn't burn down nor did it even come close to that not once were you concerned with her safety or that she could have been hurt you berated her for something that didn't even happen, but could have happened. She set her boundary, made a choice, and decided that a relationship wasn't worth it. It isn't a brutal reaction. It's one that clearly defines that she doesn't want to be in a relationship with someone who responds to her the way that you did. She apologized to you, and it wasn't good enough. She has returned the same courtesy. And Calliope Penelope says, so here's what this made me think of. My husband and I recently spent 7K to get our house painted. One day, in a very uncharacteristic moment for me, because I'm generally careful and deliberate, I was so focused on something or other when backing out of the garage that I forgot to open the garage door. I slammed right into and put a huge crack in our freshly painted garage door. I felt horrible and stupid. When I told my husband I apologized repeatedly and expect him to have a fit. Instead, he realized how bad I felt and just shrugged it off. When he looked at the door, it didn't look fixable, so he called in a garage door guy. The cost was higher than we expected. Husband still kept a cool head. At no point did he call me a child, so I could only drive the car in his presence, call up a traumatic childhood memory about driving, or say my driving ran the risk of breaking down the whole neighborhood. That is how you handle a stupid mistake, like a grown-up. Long story short, you're the arsehole. Pop Pilgrim says, I mean, I understand why you were angry, but I also understand why she left. For sure, she knows she was wrong and made a mistake. Even in your story, you indicate this. But at the same time, she learned that a boyfriend of less than a year has the capacity to be explosively aggressive and berating. I knew you were the arsehole at the beginning of your second paragraph. Extremely scatterbrained, absent-minded and messy. Sounds like it's filled with lots of love. Also, where's your fire alarm? You're the arsehole. Kitty Snowpant says you're the arsehole, holy crap dude, accidents happen. The vast majority of people will burn something in a pan at one point in their lives and having the soup burned to the pan is not nearly burning my house down. You were absolutely out of line in the way you spoke to her and you clearly have some unresolved trauma that you were projecting onto your girlfriend. Good for her for getting out before your behavior gets even worse. And one more from VKster who says... You're the arsehole, my house, my kitchen, my rules, my, my, my. I wonder why she left. Insert sarcasm here. She probably no longer sees a home for her in that place and left accordingly. She made a pretty big mistake and was probably shocked by the whole situation. Instead of talking out with any consideration or respect, you went off on her full force. You chose the safety of your home over any possibility of, of her getting hurt in the process, physically or otherwise you made your decision she made hers now what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them there's never any pressure either though just you being here spending 20 minutes of your your precious time is absolutely amazing i can never thank you enough for what you do if you do want to support you can click that like button that is super super helpful or you can go even further again never any pressure by clicking that join button down below or clicking the link tree in the description going to patreon and joining up there it super helps out the channel thank you so much for your love support and time towards the channel. It means the absolute world. And I will see you, you cheeky so and so, in the next one. Take care, guys. Much I've
0: been love. Hold up. What was that?